Oh, passes to India, Chapter Thirty One. Aziz had no sense of evidence. The sequence of his emotions decided his beliefs and led to the tragic coolness between himself and his English friend. They had concurred but were not to be crowned. Fielding was away at a conference, and after the rumor about Miss Quested had been with him undisturbed for a few days, he assumed it was true. He had no objection on moral grounds to his friends amusing themselves, and Cyril, being middle-aged, could no longer expect the pick of the female market and must take his amusement where he could find it. But he respected him making up to this particular woman, whom he still regarded as his enemy. Also, why had he not told? What is friendship without confidences? He himself had told things sometimes. Regarded as shocking, and the Englishman had listened, tolerant but surrendering nothing in return. He met Fielding at the railway station on his return, agreed to dine with him, and then started taxing him by the oblique method, outwardly merry, an avowed European. Scandal there was. Mister Magbride and Miss Derrick, Miss Derrick's. Faithful attachment to Chandrapur was now explained. Mr. Magbride had been caught in her room, with his wife was divorcing him. That pure-minded fellow. However, he will blame the Indian climate. Everything is our fault, really. Now, have I not discovered an important piece of news for you, Cyril? Not very," said Fielding, who took little interest in distant scenes. Listen to mine. Aziz's face lit up. At the conference, it was settled. This evening will do for schoolmastery. I should go straight to the Minto now, and the cholera looks bad. We begin to have local cases as well as imported. In fact, the whole of life is somewhat sad. The new civil surgeon is the same as the last, but does not yet dare to be. That is all any administrative change amounts to. All my suffering has won nothing for us, but look here, Cyril. While I remember it, there's gossip about you as well as Magbride. They say that you and Miss Quested became so rather too intimate friends. To speak perfectly frankly, they say you and she have been guilty of impropriety. They would say that it's all over the town and many injure re- reputation. You know. Everyone is by no means your supporter. I have tried all I could to silence such a story. Don't bother. Miss Quested has cleared out at last. It is those who stop in the country, not those who leave it, whom such a story injures. Imagine my dismay and anxiety. I could scarcely get a wink of sleep. First, my name was coupled with her, and now it is yours. Don't use such exaggerated phrases. As what? As dismay and anxiety, have I not lived all my life in India? Do I not know what produces a bad impression here? His voice shot up rather crossly. Yes, but the scale, the scale. You always get the scale wrong, my dear fellow. A pity there is this rumor, but such a very small pity, so small that we may as well talk of something else. You mind for Miss Quested's sake, though. I can see from your face. As far as I do mind, I travel light. Cyril, 
that boastfulness about traveling light will be your ruin it is raising up enemies against you on all sides and makes me feel excessively uneasy what enemies since aziz had only himself in mind he could not reply feeling a fool he became angrier i have given you list after list of the people who cannot be trusted in this city in your position i should have this sense to know i was surrounded by enemies you observe i speak in a low voice it is because i see your size is new how do i know he isn't a spy he lowered his voice every third servant is a spy now what is the matter he asked smiling do you contradict my last remark it simply doesn't affect me spies are as thick as mosquitoes but it's years before i shall meet the one that kills me you have something else in your mind i have not don't be ridiculous you have you are cross with me about something or other any direct attack threw him out of action presently he said so you and mademoiselle adela used to amuse one another in the evening naughty boy those drab and high-minded talks had scarcely made for dalians fielding was so startled at the story being taken seriously and so disliked being called a naughty boy that he lost his head and cried you little rotter well i am damned amusement indeed is it really at such a time oh i beg your pardon i'm sure the licentious oriental imagination was at work he replied speaking gaily but cut to the heart for hours after his mistake he bled inwardly you see aziz the circumstances also the girl was still engaged to his love also i never felt yes yes but you didn't contradict what i said so i thought it was true oh dear east and west most misleading will you please put your little rotter down at his hospital you are not offended most certainly i'm not if you are this must be cleared up later on it has been he answered dignified i believe absolutely what you say and of that there need be no further question but the way i said it must be cleared up i was unintentionally rude and reserved regrets the fault is entirely mine tangles like this still interrupted their intercourse a pause in the wrong place an intonation misunderstood and a whole conversation went awry fielding had been startled and not shocked but how convey the difference there is always trouble when two people do not think of sex at the same moment always mutual resentment and surprise even when the two people are of the same race he began to recapitulate his feelings about miss quested aziz cut him short with but i believe you i believe mohammad latif shall be severely punished for inventing this oh leave it alone like all gossip it's merely one of those half alive things that try to crowd out real life take no notice it will vanish like poor old mrs moore's tombs mohammad latif has taken to intriguing we are already much displeased with him will it satisfy you if we send him back to his family without a present we will discuss ml to dinner his eyes went clotted and hard dinner this is most unlucky i forgot i have promised to dine with das bring das to me he will have invited other friends
She are coming to dinner with me as arranged, said Fielding, looking away. I don't stand this. You are coming to dinner with me. You come. They had reached the hospital now. Fielding continued around the maidan alone. He was annoyed with himself, but counted on dinner to pull things straight. At the post office, he saw the collector. Their vehicles were parked side by side while their servants competed in the interior of the building. Good morning, so you are back, said Turton icily. I should be glad if you will put in your appearance at the club this evening. I have accepted re-election, sir. Do you regard it as necessary I should come? I should be glad to be excused. Indeed, I have a dinner engagement this evening. It is not a question of your feeling, but of the wish of the lieutenant governor. Perhaps you will ask me whether I speak officially. I do. I shall expect you this evening at six. We shall not interfere with your subsequent plans. He attached the grim little function in due course. The skeletons of hospitality rattled. Have a peg, have a drink. He talked for five minutes to Mrs. Blackiston, who was the only surviving female. He talked to Magbride, who was defiant about his divorce, conscious that he had sinned as a sahib. He talked to Major Roberts, a new civil surgeon, and to young Milner, the new city magistrate. But the more the club changed, the more it promised to be the same thing. It's of no good. He thought, as he returned past the mosque, we all build upon sand, and the more modern the country gets, the worse will get be the crash. In the old 18th century, when cruelty and injustice raised, an invisible power repaired their ravages. Everything echoes now. There is no stopping the echo. The original sound may be harmless, but the echo is always evil. This reflection about an echo lay at the words of Fielding's mind. He could never develop it. It belonged to the universe that he had missed or rejected, and the mosque missed it too. Like himself, those shallow arcades provided but a limited asylum. There is no God but God. Doesn't carry us far through the complexities of matter and spirit. It is only a game with words, really a religious pun, not a religious truth. He found Aziz overtired and dispirited, and he determined not to allude to their misunderstanding until the end of the evening. It would be more acceptable then. He made a clean breast about the club, said he had only gone under compulsion and should never attend again unless the order was renewed. In other words, probably never, for I am going quite soon to England.' 